Wheatley. Welcome back to another edition of our Restaurant Magic podcast show. We're so happy that you're here. I am the hotness, and I'm joined by my co-host, Sweetly. Hey, Sweetly. Thanks for being here today. Uh, thank you. <laughs> and for the audience, you know, you guys have been with us for a while, for, but for those of you who may not know, we're just foodies. We love to eat, and we've been doing it for years, so we consider ourselves to be experts in, you know, what we're doing and so on our show, we like to highlight restaurants, caterers, food trucks, culinary artists, chefs, farmers, anything associated with food, we love to be involved. And today, audience, there is a guest that has a product that is very much associated with food. Right, Sweetly? Yes, it is. Audience, we have Miss Gwen Hurt of Shoe Crazy Wine. She's located in Virginia. So welcome, Gwen. How are you doing today? I'm doing very well, ladies. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, we are delighted. Um, we feel that it's an honor to have our first, what, black and female owned wine um, business person. And uh, we just, I know, audience, um, the hotness and sweetly, we're doing a thing. Yes, we know? are. It's always Gwen, right? <laughs> yes. I, I think what, what you guys are doing and highlighting restaurants, et cetera, definitely ties in with, with wine. Absolutely. Yes, it does. So we'll get right into the show. Look, listeners, we're going to um, start off with asking her, first of all, how did you get started in this wine business? Well, uh, I'll, I'll take you back a little ways. Um, I got a winemaking kit for Christmas one year, and I made some Chianti in my kitchen. Um, I made about 100 bottles of Chianti and thought, wow, I can't believe I did this. And so I needed a name for it, and I thought, you know, it's going to be Vintner or something. And so my daughter said, let us name it something you love. And I was loved and was crazy about shoes, so I named it Shoe Crazy. And at the time, it was Shoe Crazy Vintners. That was in 2006. Uh, swing forward, you know, a few years, um, I was um, working in IT um, in a global position, and I got downsized. I got that call that we all dread when you work in corporate, which is I have HR on the phone, and you just know mm-hmm. that doesn't bode well. <laughs> so... I thought, okay, it's going to be another restructuring, and it was. Um, you know, they offered me a package and gave me about 30 days to find a job within the company, which is typically what happens. Well, unfortunately for me, um, two days after I got that phone call, I was in a car accident, uh, a really uh, bad car accident in uh, Raleigh, North Carolina, me and my daughter. And mm-hmm. I had about a year of physical therapy ahead of me. I couldn't walk. Um, without assistance, and I had a neck brace and a back brace on. Um, so as you can imagine, there's no way I'm getting a job interview, right? I'm going in looking, you know, exactly. like I need to be in a hospital, right? Well, we're so sorry to hear about that, but look, we're yes. talking to you so no things worked out for the good. Continue. It, it did. It did. Uh, so I made a decision, you know, about three weeks into, into my recovery that I couldn't stay in my room and cry anymore. I just thought, you know, there is no way. Um, I'm going to stay in this room any longer because you'll sink into depression and you won't come out of it. You know, it would be tough to get out of it. So I hobbled out into the living room and I said to my daughter, we're going into the wine business. And she came out on her cane because she had been injured as well. And she said, how many drugs did they give you in the hospital that I didn't get? Wow. (laughs) We're going into the what? (laughs) You know, and so I basically said to her, we're going to get into the wine business somehow by hook or crook. I don't know how. And she turned to me and she says, you know, those housewives in every state, they're always starting companies. You're smarter than they are. (laughs) And so, yes, I went about 
Uh, and I love them all, so I'm not, you know, trying to take anything away from the housewives because I watch them uh, religiously. But what I did decided was let me find out how to get into this industry and in this business. And that was, ha- you know, that was the start of it. And the name was already there, right? I already had Shoe Crazy right. Wine from, you mm-hmm. know, that disgusting kiosk that I made in my kitchen years <laughs> before. Before. So it wasn't very so good, but you said we're going to do this anyway, huh? Well, you know, the Chianti wasn't that good because I gave it as gifts and nobody said anything. You know, you, oh, okay. <laughs> right, so I kind of figured, mm, you might want to cook with it. It makes a beautiful spaghetti sauce, you know. And then it was like, oh, ooh, I love the wine. <laughs> so that was my introduction into winemaking. Um, and in the end, it, it turns out that, you know, I did have a, you know, um, a, a keen sense of, you know, what is good. And my daughter's palate is like a sommelier, even though she isn't. So it worked out. Yeah, it's funny you said, mentioned that word, the small y'all yay. Yes. We yes. learned that a couple of weeks ago. We went to a cooking class. Yeah. And uh-huh. we interviewed the chef there, and she was a sommelier. <laughs> sommelier. Sommelier. Say the word again and, and let the audience know what, yeah, what that person does. <laughs> yes. That person is very well in tuned and well-versed and educated in wine. So they can pull out the flavor notes and what pairs well with what. And it's interesting that my daughter was never trained as a sommelier, but any well-trained sommelier that meets her and listens to how she describes wine, they said, where did she study? And I said, you know, she's in her 20s. You know how she studied, right? She tipped the bottle. Right. (laughs) (laughs) We got the the best education you can get in wine. but, yeah, they were all impressed with her ability to pull out all of those notes in wine. She can taste grass. She can taste leather, just like a, a sommelier that has been trained uh, to look for those notes in wine, yeah. So, you know, I had a pretty key resource in helping me develop the wine uh, for the market. Awesome. So you had your gift right there with you. That's exactly. awesome. So you thought it was all meant to happen then. Well, her having that gift and and you saying, hey, you want some heavy meds and we're going to do this? You know? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> right. That was just awesome. You I know what? You I know. haven't heard it put quite that way, but I love it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at your brochure here, and it's just, mm-hmm. I, I just love your, your slogan. Shoe Crazy Wine offers delectable recent vintages for your enjoyment and pleasure. Slip mm-hmm. on those heels and take a bottle to the party. Kick off yes. your shoes and enjoy with a movie or book. Indulge your senses. We believe a great wine is like a great pair of shoes to be enjoyed over and over right. again. I love yes. that, Miss. Did you know Preach we love our me. shoes? Yes. <laughs> we, we love our shoes. Yes, right. And I have to say, um, because we met um, Donald Brumsfield, we met him, and Mm -hmm. we were, I mean, I was able to um, have a sample, a taste of some of your wines. It was very, very good. So I just have to commend you. you on taking the time and the effort to be sure that you're producing a a good product for your yes. audience because that's important yes. to your brand. So how did you come about in deciding on like which um, flavors to highlight, the sh- like Chardonnays and things like that? What did you? How did you come to figure that out? Believe it or not, we listened to our customers and to the consumer. So when I launched my company, I had these really dry, beautiful Bordeaux wines. I, you know, sourced them out of a 
a vineyard that had 800-year-old vines out of the Bordeaux area of France. And um, I love them, you know, but the average consumer that came up to our tasting tables when we first launched the company would always say, do you have something less dry? Do you have something softer? Um, Do you have something with a little sweetness on it? And so while I didn't particularly care for a sweet wine, I, well, I didn't particularly care for a sweet wine. Our, you know, our customers were asking for this. Um, and some even at some, you know, places where we would go, they were demanding it. You know, they're like, there are people that love soft palate wines. And I thought, right. hmm, I should listen to my customer and not to me. I said, you know, I did a complete pivot on it. And I said, you know, I sat down with my daughter and, um, you know, with uh, my sons. And I said, listen, this is something that I enjoy drinking but people are telling me they want something different. So let me, you know, try something else. And we started creating custom blends with the vineyards that we were partnering with. Um, I didn't want my wines to have sugar added or corn syrup added to them to make them sweet. I wanted them to be done during the fermentation process. So we would freeze the grapes and then ferment them. And the natural sugars will come out when you freeze them. And so we had these beautiful, lightly sweet wines that didn't leave that, that little aftertaste in your mouth because we weren't adding anything to our wines. And that was kind of how we came up with the current offerings that we have, which sell very well. Um, they're soft palate, Chardonnay unoaked, so it's going to be more fruit forward. We have a beautiful red blend with Zinfandel in it that has a jammy, I call it like if you have you know, a, some jam on your toast, a little jammy finish. Um, even though it's a dry wine, it's not overly dry. And then mm-hmm. our sparkling peach mango, natural peach and mango juice is in it. You know, our sweet harmony. They are, you know, and again, it's listening to what your customer wants and then, you know, presenting something that you can stand behind. So I can drink all of my wines. I can drink them all um, because they're oh, not syrupy okay. sweet. Yeah, they're not okay, syrupy okay. sweet. Okay, Yeah. Well, we understand and, that audience. Yeah. Gwen likes to drink yes. all of her wines. <laughs> so um, we're going to take a quick commercial break. And okay. When we come back, we're going to find out what her favorite wine is. We'll be right back. Hey, girl, that's a nice T-shirt you're wearing. Where did you get it? I got it from TeamJesusClothing.com. Really? I like the messaging and the colors. They're so vibrant. Yes, TeamJesusClothing.com has a lot of t-shirts and hoodies with encouraging messages. They have styles for both men and women. Wow, thanks for letting me know. I'm going to TeamJesusClothing.com to place my order now. Yes, definitely go to TeamJesusClothing.com and be sure to check out my favorite shirt designs, Team Jesus and Won't He Do It. I can't wait. TeamJesusClothing.com, here I come. Welcome back, audience. We are here with Miss Gwen Hurt of Shoe Crazy Wine located in Virginia. And before we went to commercial break, I was asking Gwen, what's your favorite wine, Gwen? My favorite wine uh, from my collection Believe it or not, is what uh, we're newly releasing, Sweet Bella. It took us nine months to get Sweet Bella just right. She's a labor of love. It's a semi-sweet red, um, lower alcohol content, um, and it is just a beautiful wine. And I find myself consuming quite a bit of it. Um, I said, ooh, I need to save some for my customers. But right now, <laughs> that's, that's, that's my favorite. <laughs> And um, it's just a beautiful, it's a beautiful wine. Well-balanced, um, like I said, it's a wine that only Shoe Crazy has in the marketplace because it was designed, we designed it 
at this vineyard, and no one else that they do business with will have this wine. It's proprietary to Shoe Crazy. It's a beautiful wine. Um, and then my next one would be our red blend. It's called Melange Red. It's a blending of uh, three varietals, and that's a drier oh. one. All right. And the Sweet mm-hmm. Bella, what does that consist of? Is that fruit or? It's uh, it's it's a red it's a red blend um, that we did, mm-hmm. uh, and it's um, it's mildly sweet. So it's got a mild sweetness on it. It almost tastes a little like chocolate. It has like chocolate tones to it. Um, mm. You know, in our test market, when we were developing it, people would say, oh, it tastes a little bit like chocolate on the finish. So it has that and a little berry flavor in it. Okay. Well, I always wondered, um, Gwen, how do you pair the wine with your dinner? You know, you know the royal will come and say, well, I recommend this, you know, because you're having what, filet mignon or, or you're yeah. having lobster, and they recommend the wine for you. How do you compare the wine with the food? Well, to, though, you know, there was a set of standards um, in the wine industry that, you know, you, if you had fish or chicken, you had to have a white wine. If you had dessert, mm-hmm. you had to have a sweet wine. Um, if there was, you know, if you had a porterhouse steak, you needed a bold cab or something that could hold up to it. Those days are over. You know, I tell people, what do you like to drink? What do you like to drink? Okay. So if I like to drink sparkling peach mango, I'm having that with my salmon. I'm going to have it with my steak. Because at right. the end, it needs to balance on your palate. So it needs to, it needs to be something that you like to drink. Um, if you're looking to, you know, I, I'll say um, educate yourself on wine and you want to try something um, that's dry, then you, you pair that with a red blend. Um, a red blend is going to be easier on the palate for someone that's never drank a, a dry wine because it's going to be um, softer, if you will. And you could have that with a piece of chicken, a Pinot Noir, a light Pinot Noir. Um, it's so light-bodied. You could have that with shrimp. So those days when you had to have a red with a piece of red meat and something white with, you know, white meat, those days are over. I say if you love it, you're going to love it with what you're eating it with. Yeah, that makes sense because sometimes think people are just so particular about what they eat along with the food. But, um, Ms. Gwen, I was wondering, so how did you go about getting, like, the finances and the marketing all lined up to start your business? I know you came downstairs, you know, told your daughter, you, you know, she got the king. You're like, I don't know if you're on crutches or not, but you're just like, okay, we're going to do this. But yeah. how did you go from that step? to getting the money and the revenue to put your vision into action? Okay, so I'm going to – I will answer this in two parts. Okay, the, the first to your answer is I used my own money. I got a okay. buyout from my company, which was a nice package. Um, I used my 401K. I used my savings. I, used, I sold my shoes when things got tough. Um, I sold oh. my handbags when things got tougher. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so you I did that, huh? I sacrificed. And I did yeah. that because I had to do something. Again, I was making emotional decisions. I wasn't making business decisions when I started. The emotional decision was I can't stay in this room. I have right. to do something. I can't just, you know, let the walls close in on me. And I can't um, cry and say I can't get a job right now. So I had to do something. It was emotional decision. And that can be... Um, somewhat detrimental to your finances because you're trying to solve a problem, right? Not just I'm starting a business and I want this business to do well. I'm trying to keep relevant, make something relevant in my life right now because when you lose your job, it's like a death in the family. You're grieving. 
and now you can't walk either. So just, you know, compile that. So I was using my own money, and I woke up one day, and I said, I have no money left. Mm. They're turning off my lights. The bank is going to take my house. I have nothing left, you know, financially. And so Mm -hmm. I still believed in my product, though. After I switched it up and changed it and pivoted to, you know, selling into retail, um, those were business decisions. Um, to sell into retail, to, you know, get off of the Internet selling. Um, You know, those were all business decisions. But the starting the company was all an emotional decision. I went into partnership with someone who took advantage of me. Mm -hmm. Uh, I lost a lot of money on that. And then I eventually, you know, was able to break, you know, the contract with him and, you know, continue on my own. So I say I answer it in two parts because if I were making business decisions, I would have used the bank's money and not my own. When I had a great credit rating, I would have gone to the bank and financed my company through SBA or a commercial bank or whatever when financially um, I was able to do that because I had money in my savings account. I had some assets. So when I advise women who are going into business, I advise them to not use your own funds if you don't have to. If you have a good credit rating, go and use someone else's money to start your business. And use your money that's in your savings account as kind of like collateral for that for that bank loan. Okay. All right. That's yeah. good information. Thank you for uh-huh. that, Ms. Quinn. Mm-hmm. We're going to get ready to take our last commercial break. Okay. And when we come back, we're going to ask you, was there ever a time that you just said, forget this thing? We'll be right back, listeners. Announcing the Black 2019 Entrepreneur Virtual Conference. Attend and learn from businessmen and women that are actually doing it. Expand your network exponentially, regardless of geographical location, and begin doing business globally. Put your products and services in front of the eyes and ears of prospective customers and partners all over the world. The date of the conference is June 6 and 7, 2019. Register now, because obtainable wealth is within you. So sign up today for the Black. 2019 Entrepreneur Virtual Conference at www.every.black slash conference E-V-E-R-Y dot D-L-A-C-K slash conference So give us a call at 919-265-8045 or sign up online at www.every.black slash conference all right, listeners, we're back with Ms. Gwen Hurt um, of Shoe Crazy Wines, located in Virginia. We are just having an awesome, awesome conversation with her and learning a lot. Um, she's, first of all, a woman, and she's black, and she owns her own wine company. Go figure, guys. Yeah, so amazing. That just goes to tell you anything that you want to do in life, it is possible. But... Um, we were going to ask her, was there ever a time, Ms. Gwen, when you wanted to say, forget all of this and I'm just going to stop? There, there was a time. There was a time when I got the notice from my bank that my house was in foreclosure. Mm-hmm. I thought, whoa, you know, hang on now. Maybe, you know, this is not what I should be doing. And interestingly mm-hmm. enough, my son, Daniel, called me at that time when I was sitting at my desk in my home office and sitting at my desk going, what in the world? And he called me and he says, Mom, I needed to tell you something. I needed to tell you don't give up. Keep Aww. pushing and keep, keep pushing. It was so interesting because I said to him, I was sitting here contemplating if this was the right thing for me to do. He goes, it's the right thing. Keep pushing. And I Look. made the decision to keep moving in the, in the direction of building uh, Shoe Crazy Wine into a national brand, which is, you know, where we're headed. Um, we're not there yet, but we will be. 
Um, we had some great things happen. We landed Walmart as a key account. You know, the Navy Exchange, the Coast Guard. So all these things are starting to come to fruition, you know, in the fifth year that we're operating. But isn't that something that he called me at that time? He said something told him to pick up the phone and call me. Mm. Look at God. (laughs) I was going to say. No, yes. You were in the right direction and don't give up. That's awesome. And, you know, it's it's wonderful to have your family support you. Um, I don't think there could be anything greater than, you know, your family having your back. Uh, It gives you a push. And gives you a drive, and and um, they believe in you, you know. Yeah. So that's awesome that your children are just right behind you and what yeah. you're doing. And I'm pretty sure that um, they're reaping the benefits as well. <laughs> <laughs> you know what they're learning? They're learning some, some lessons. They're learning some lessons. Uh, absolutely. My daughter has been with me since the beginning, and she stood on more cement floors than I have doing wine tasting. You know, with you have calluses, your calluses have calluses. Um, so what they're learning is, though, is that, yes. And the table right there with them on the grind, yes. getting that wine yes. out there to the people. So, yeah, we didn't get a yes. chance to speak with her, but we did see her out there. Yes. Yes, yes, absolutely. Um, and that's what they're learning. Tenacity is a great thing, you know, to have the tenacity to keep going and to stand tall when sometimes you fall down on your knees, you have to get back up. You know, and I don't mean so you fall down and need to pray and thank God because we all do that, you know, uh, but you still have to stand back up. Yeah. That's true. So how long have you guys been in business now? It, we'll be celebrating our fifth year in July. It'll be five years, um, full years that we have been selling into the retail space. Yeah. Congratulations. I mean, I thank know that's you. Not, not easy, especially as a new business, just, you know, having that sustainability and being able to um, connect with different, you know, companies and vendors to get your name and your brand out there. So what were some of the the marketing steps, if you can share with other entrepreneurs coming up, like what were some of the marketing steps that you did to get your wine, shoe crazy wine out there? Well, we did, uh, I should say we here, I'll I'll pass this over to, you know, onto Brittany as well. She did a lot uh, at social media stuff because we we had uh, a slender marketing budget, if you will. Um, And then we did a lot of wine tastings um, at different um, venues and um, events. Um, So we took that approach because it's a product, right? Um, And the product needs to get into someone's hand. They need to taste it, feel it, you know, that type of thing. So we did a lot of wine promotions and we did a lot of social media. So if um, our listeners wanted to get in touch with you or either, you know, Mm -hmm. purchase some of your product or just – um, maybe touch bases with you and ask you a couple of more questions. How, how will we get in touch with you? Well, um, if you want to ask me any questions, the best way to do that is to go to Shoe Crazy on Instagram or Facebook and send me a direct mm-hmm. message. Um, either myself or my daughter respond back within an hour. That's usually the lag time for us. Um, to purchase our products, um, if you're not in an area uh, at Walmart, we're in Georgia, North Carolina, and Virginia, um, Total Wine and More. And then online at www.shoecrazywine.com. Uh, we ship to 34 states. Wonderful. So you did say that your product would be um, in the Walmart soon? Yeah. Do you know when that'll, yes. when that'll happen? Yes. We will be in Walmart. We make our first deliveries at the end of April. So May 1st, um, they'll be in quite a few Walmarts in North Carolina and Virginia. And then in July, uh, we'll be in the Walmarts in Georgia. All right, listeners, you heard that. Shoe Crazy Wine, coming to your Walmart soon. That's right. Yeah, that's Come on out and support us. <laughs> yeah, we're so happy for you. I mean, that's just Thank like a you. major step 
It's just like get your dreams actually, you know, you being able to go in that Walmart store and just see your, your wine bottle up on that shelf after all that your daughter and yourself have been through. That just has to be such a great feeling. It is, and I'll tell you, the first time we saw our wine on a shelf was at uh, Kroger Supermarkets, um, and it was, like you said, it was mind-boggling. I must have taken a 1,000 pictures. <laughs> and even to this day, when I see it on a shelf, I still get that sense, that little choke in my throat and say, uh-huh. you know what, this was, this was the road and journey you were supposed to be on. And I always say, thank you, God. You know, I'll walk into a store, you know, um, public supermarket. I don't know if you know them. I walk in and I go, I'm coming. Shoe crazy's coming. I say it like on a daily basis. And it was funny in the Walmart, because I shop at Walmart, um, I would say that, you know, and I thought I was saying it to myself. And <laughs> when we were, no, when I you told the manager not. at the store, he said, we've been hearing you say this now for two years. Oh, wow. And I went, you're kidding. I said, I thought I was saying it to myself. So you were speaking it out loud into existence. I was speaking so it out loud. I was speaking it out loud. I was saying, we're coming. Shoe crazy wine's coming. We're coming. Yeah. I was speaking it out loud. <laughs> You know, it's like, Miss Gwen, and I'm, I know we've got to wrap things up hot now, Okay. but it's birthing a baby, you know, and then, you, yeah. you know, the baby's out there, and you just want to hold it and just take pictures of it and just love yeah. on it, and you're just so proud of it. And yes. And let you know, Gwen, we are so proud of you. And, you Thank know, you. I just, just to let people know, our listeners out there, that there are there's some good things going on in the world, yes. and there's still yes. people that out there fulfilling their purpose and that yes. they can do it too. And I think this is one of the reasons why us, Hotness and I have this show as well, that um, when you have a dream and a purpose, that it, it can happen. So every time yes. we talk to a food restaurant or a manager or a sous chef or now a wine owner, look, listeners, it can happen. Can I say one little thing, too? You know how they, they always have the stigma that women can't work together, or women don't support each other, or blacks don't work together, and blacks don't support each other? The experience mm-hmm. for Shoe Crazy has been neither. Women have supported me, and you know, black women, black men, um, the stigmas that have been out there, I, you know, that you expect when you walk into a business meeting or something has not been our experience. Everyone that has helped me has been female and black. Everyone, wow. and they are yeah. so supportive that it is just mind-boggling. So we broke the mold. That whole negative thing does not exist for us. And I just wanted to Who share knows. that because we do support each other, both women and people of color. We support each other. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that, and thank you mm-hmm. for having the wine because apparently it just brings everyone together, right, sweetly? Yes, it does. Yeah. <laughs> the hotness <laughs> loves the wine. Well, you, ladies awesome. you ladies are awesome. You ladies are awesome. So, Ms. Gwen, one more time, share with the audience um, um, where they can find your wine. One more time, please. Okay. www.shoecrazywine.com has all of our information. All right. Wonderful. This has been the hotness and sweetly. And we've been checking out with Ms. Gwen, her shoe crazy wine, and what her experience in the wine world was all about. And we thank you, Ms. Gwen. Thank you for having me.